Files is brought to you by EXO Auto Works. EXO Auto Works is Colorado Springs' home of the $30 synthetic blend oil change. Call now, 719-375-3232, or visit exoautoworks.com to make your appointment. Enharmonic Studios. Enharmonic Studios is a hybrid digital analog facility designed to be quality and affordable to anyone who wants to make history. Call today, 719-963-2020, or go to facebook.com slash enharmonicstudios. Madrid Maintenance. Madrid Maintenance offers excellent handyman services in the Colorado Springs area, starting at just $35 an hour. You can reach them by phone at 719-634-2020 or online at facebook.com slash madridmaintenance. Trevor's Beard is brought to you by The Beard Struggle. The Beard Struggle is my go-to for beard hygiene and styling products, so you should click the link below and use the code TLANE15, that's TLANE15, for 15% off your Auto Works. Streaming all over the world. It's your weekly dose of toxic masculinity. With Eric Madrid. And Trevor Lane. Smash, 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 smash. I mean, with that voice, beyond those whips and chains, <laughs> is what it is. What's up, buddy? Cheers. We Cheers. We've not done this a beer in a while. In a minute. In a day. Jars. Mmm. Yeah. Tastes like green tea. I was telling Trevor when I rolled in, drinking one of those new monster green teas. I was like, wow, this, this tastes like um, Budweiser. <laughs> it's weird. Um, so I did something new today. Yeah. New today. Uh, I went hit a golf ball for the first time, really. It was That's bizarre. Cool. Yeah. Did you just go to the driving range or did you actually play no, some no. holes? So I got wrangled into playing this. I thought we were going to go just goof off. In place, you know, but apparently it's a competition and a tournament, and it's this oh, rock and okay. roll tournament for all the local rock and roll peeps. That's cool. <laughs> on Sunday, like six a.m., like strike one, rock and roll dudes at six a.m. on a Sunday. Who came up with that? <laughs> I don't know. That clearly came from management. Yeah, did it it's like <laughs> let's get them on the green while, every, while all our paying or Everyone's you know <laughs> our religious customers are at church. All, all the people who are supposed to be here, they're respectable and they're at church still. So yeah, I don't know. I was like, like nope, never, never, never really did this before. Went over and started whacking balls. I used to play golf on the Wii. I have no idea how close that is, but you do get to actually like swing. Sure. And if you fuck up your swing, you'll slice or whatever yep. the terminology is. I was slicing like a. <clears throat> like a cheese factory over there, <laughs> like a pizza delivery guy. 
And the gal that's on our team, she's like, no, do this. And I did that, and then it was 200 yards straight, 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 straight. I was like, damn, all right. All that uh, intramural sports in high school paid off. <laughs> I've thought about getting into golf, but it's it seems like one of those things that uh, A, is expensive because you need to get the stuff. Oh, God, if you're yeah. serious about it. And B, time-consuming. Because even if you only do nine. That's all. That's a that's, whole. That's half day. Yeah. Well, and if you suck, that's even more than a half day. I don't know. Yeah. It's a drinking sport. We'll see how sloppy I am come <laughs> Sunday afternoon. Uh, it was the Sacramento wine, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. I'm filled with the spirit. Filled, filled, filled it. Anyway, so we've got a hell of a show for everybody tonight. We do. Looking to. Uh, Reinvent the wheel here. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like about what? No, it's like a, <laughs> I'm just I'm just happy the keyboard worked and the mouse yep. turned on, the computer turned on. Just happy that that yep. and that we're being able to do this. Well, I always make it a point to get here early, and it usually pays off. For some reason tonight, fired everything up, and the audio interface isn't talking to the computer. So oh, turned everything off, turned it back on, and then it's fine. All right. But at least I had the time to do that. <laughs> uh, the IT crowd, man. Yep, that's IT stuff for 101. Turn it off, turn it on again to see if, see what happens. Well, speaking of the IT crowd, I just watched, binge-watched, it's only six episodes, but binge-watched uh, a show with the like little black dude, the skinny black dude on the IT crowd. Oh, Moss? Yes. Yes. Um, it's called, I think, I'm pretty sure it's called Dark Places. Uh, it's about a British washed-up version of Stephen King that in the 80s had his own TV show. Okay. That was set at a hot children's hospital. Of course it was. <laughs> it is amazing. Nothing creepier than a children's hospital that's haunted. I, well, I guess they did it in like 2004, but it never got picked up by anybody. And now with the age of streaming, they were just like, let's put it out ourselves. Uh-huh. We've all kind of made our own money. We can oh, sure. put it out on Amazon, and uh, and everyone yeah, can enjoy it. Has a life. What's it called again? Dark, sure places? Called Dark places. I have to give that a spin. And it's the guy's name, whatever the character is. I don't remember. So and so is Dark Places. Uh huh. Yeah. It's cool. It's fun. Well, all right. Yeah. So on yeah. with the show. Yeah. Uh, what do we got? We got some news. We got some news. Let's get into it. All right, so we start off with uh, this is interesting, you know, a lot of uh. You hear a lot of voices about discrimination against women. Well, a uh, Swedish study has suggested that hiring discrimination is more of a problem for men in what are now female-dominated fields. Mm-hmm. Um, new research provides evidence of clear, consistent, and large discrimination against men in female-dominated occupations in Sweden. And this is limited to Sweden, so don't go thinking this is ha- necessarily happening everywhere. 
the study indicates that women are more likely to uh, receive a response to entry-level job applications than men are. The findings have been published in the Journey Journal PLOS 1. So some kind of psycho psychological... Psychological? Yeah, journal. Uh, didn't those... A bunch of those countries up there decided that they wanted to uh, have some more stringent hiring policies? I don't know, because they get really weird with, like, they may have, but a lot of those countries, I'm thinking especially of France, uh, but a lot of European countries kind of follow suit. It's almost impossible to fire anybody there. Mm -hmm. So once you're in, it's like you could practically murder somebody in the front office and <laughs> they wouldn't There's be able to the, let you uh, go. <laughs> no, there was something about the, the, the Netherlands. Was it Netherlands or Finland that they were... Um, they tried this uh, quota system where everything had to be 50-50. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you had a board, you had to have 50 men, 50 women. I know they're doing that in California. I mean, yeah. Yeah, because it any, works. Any corporation with more than five people on the board. And they even lay out, because it says 50%, but then they have to go and tell you what that means because mm -hmm. sometimes you have an odd number. So if you have five, it means two have to be women. And then if you have seven... I guess three. Mm -hmm. They're counting that as fifty percent because you can't have three and a half people. <laughs> you can yes, give, you can. Give one of them half a vote. <laughs> you give uh, you a transgender person on that board. No. There it is. Now, 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 now. They're just women. We don't even have to say trans women. Oh, I'm not woke. Nor am I. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't woked it up. So yeah, uh, I don't know the rules. I don't want to play the game. But I, I think we're still at a point where the shouting that you'll hear is that there aren't enough women in certain fields when the reality appears to be for sure in Sweden. Um, well, this study did a, 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 a test. Yeah. They sent, what, 32 fictitious job applications to 15 different... Oh, 3,200. 30, yeah, excuse me. me. 30, yeah. so 3,200 well, we job applications to 15 different occup occupations, including uh, four male-dominated professions, uh, vehicle mechanic, delivery truck driver, IT developer, warehouse worker, and six female-dominated professions, customer service, cleaner, child care, accounting clerk, preschool teacher, uh, and nursing. Uh, and it was, it, there was, there was where they found their disparity. Mm -hmm. So when using all the data, yep, never mind. That gets into some math that I don't quite understand. <laughs> High energy physics. Uh, wow. <laughs> Thus, using the combined sample, we estimated that female applicants had a 52.17% relative advantage in positive employer response rates over males in occupations where they were the predominant gender. Yep. So, it sounds like uh, women there have more or less broken the glass ceiling and men are still trying. Sure. Well... The glass, I mean, the glass ceiling being getting into... To, Jobs that are traditionally held by women, I guess. Yeah. So, but who wants to work in a kitchen? <laughs> wow. 
Wow. <laughs> wow. Everybody now that you know these I'm joking stu- these stupid TV shows are out there. The Gordon Ramsay stuff. Everybody's a chef. Everybody wants to plate up their stuff all fancy schmancy yeah. and like <sighs> I will say my wife uh makes a lot of his recipes. She's a big fan of his TV stuff. And uh I haven't eaten anything that's one of his recipes that didn't come out fucking outstanding. Yeah. Like I mean, And when we went to Vegas and ate at his restaurant. I bet. Dude. It's like three hundred bucks. Just Yeah. But Vegas at a restaurant with that guy's name on it, that's yeah. not that bad. No, it really isn't. And I bet you had drinks too. We had um a bottle of not champagne, what's the Italian champagne? Prosecco? Sure. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Um we had a like uh seafood appetizer with raw oysters and stuff. That was excellent. Um and then two entrees. I got another glass of wine because I was getting red meat and didn't want to do bubbly white mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. red meat, so I got yeah. a glass of red. So, but it was uh, fucking Halloween, and my wife stole a napkin. <laughs> she asked to buy it first at yeah. the defense, and they went, oh, no, we don't sell those. And she was like, well, I'm taking one home. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, no, we don't sell those. If you won't let me pay for it, I shall take it for free. Yeah, stealing a napkin. Anyway, spinning on more spinning in the on. news. Uh, this is some more gender stuff. We got a lot of gender Jeez. and sex stuff, just because that's kind of you know in my little searches, I search for stuff like this to put in here because we are a men's issues podcast. At least that's what we put on paper. Um, so this is coming from uh, the article is on WebMD, but it's coming from the uh, American Medical Association. And they're pushing to remove the sex checkbox slash fill out whatever you want uh, from the, at least the public portion of birth certificates. So, of course, their um, their justification is that uh, basically babies haven't decided or oh, for fuck's you know sake, really? found themselves or whatever the fuck the terminology is now. I'm not sure. I mean, remember when the big deal was you can't choose to be gay? Mm-hmm. So what's happening with this gender stuff? Is it a choice later on? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. I don't so, get it, but... um, however, a person's sex designation at birth would still be submitted to the U.S. Standard Certificate of Live Birth thing. Um, it just would not be publicly searchable by anybody. And the printout that you, like the parents get, wouldn't list. That's pedantic. That's just. It's fucking stupid. Goddamn. There's not a reason for it. There isn't a reason for it. The other thing that's, that starts getting confusing is, uh, alright, I'm going to get on a rant a little bit here. Is this, are you saving ink by not putting, checking the box? Right. Uh... (laughs) The argument with the trans issue is always that it's about identity, but then and not biology, and that they're separate. Gender identity is separate from biological sex, but then all of their solutions have to do with biology. Right. Kid plays with dolls, cuts his dick off. Right. And put him on hormone blockers. Right. <laughs> A girl kid plays with you know, GI Joes. GI Joes. 
cut off her tits and put her on hormone blockers. <laughs> it's like, okay, uh, what happened to their different... Mm -hmm. Shouldn't the solution for the psychological issue be psychological and not drugs and surgery? Yep, physical. I mean, once you're 18 and you can do whatever the hell you want, and you got a job and you make your own money, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Hopefully you've had an upbringing that was, you know, at least mildly affluent. I, I suppose the question becomes... Can kids who have the trans, uh, what's the term, dysmorphia or dys mm -hmm. dysphoria, I forget which, um, can they be raised without the drastic biological things being done, come out healthy and well-adjusted, and then be able to go, okay, now I want the surgery. That's what I'm trying to get at. You know what I mean? That's exactly what I'm trying to Unless get at. Unless you can prove it, they just are going to be suicidal or fucked up. Without it, I don't see how you can justify uh, even I, considering we, it. We've seen time and time again where it's, you know, it's it's psycho mom, like... A lot of it is like that Moonchild. Yep, <laughs> living out her stuff yeah. through the kid and whatever. Mm. Well, uh, so... Just another, another paperwork. Coming soon to a hospital near you, sexless birth certificates. Sexless birth certificates. Um... Oh, this, this I found interesting and kind of satisfying. Uh, you were mentioning the whole quota thing. Yeah. Well, some admin, and of course they show an image from Mad Men. Yeah. Um, were given the boot to improve the gender pay gap in their company. Well, they said you really can't do that. Um, two white male creative directors at a top London advertising agency have won a sex discrimination claim after a female director vowed to obliterate its madman reputation of being full of straight white men and then began to lay off said straight white men and they of course went you can't do that <laughs> uh, both were in their 50s and renowned creative directors at the JW Thompson agency um, the ones that filed the suit apparently there were a total of five men that were given the boot but these two decided to sue um, and it was publicly just made known that it was because the bosses urgently wanted to address their their gender pay gap, that they were paying women doing the same job less. Well, and the only way to the only way to make up that money is to fire people who make more money. Yeah, you're not going to give those ladies raises. No, <laughs> we're just going to fire the dudes that make more that have been there for thirty yeah. years, that are close to retirement. It's also, you know, that's funny because I see that so many times. I see it in so many jacked up companies. You get close to retirement and then they sack you. So they don't have to pay So they don't got to pay your pension out. Well, you didn't make it. Sorry, we're right-sizing. You, you were at 18 and a half. You hit that 20. Hit that 20. Well. It's a bummer. Bummer. Uh, yeah, so a win for gender equality, I would say. Well, good for the goose and good for the gander. Vice versa. I don't understand how we've gone from uh, kind of the colorblind 90s-ish mm -hmm. attitudes on like race and gender. You know, oh, just be equal. Just yeah. I don't even see it. 
don't, I don't care. even know who's black in the office. I don't care. Yep. I don't even know who's a woman as long as they're good at their job. To, well, we've got to write, got to write these wrongs by yeah. shit canning anybody that doesn't fit the mold. <clears throat> so weird, right? We 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 just took huge steps backwards. Yeah. Huge steps and backwards. It's, it's only justified because you're discriminating against supposedly the former oppressors. Uh huh. It's kind of strange. It is bizarre. Backwards. But uh, let's see. Up next. That is weird. This headline on its own made me chuckle. Um. Okay. A right-handed man almost masturbated to death. <laughs> Should have gone lefty. Yes. I don't know why right-handed is brought up other than it's from Japan. Uh, this fellow redefined mind-blowing sex after he suffered a life-threatening stroke while repeatedly masturbating. Now medical experts are saying he's lucky he escaped the ultimate unhappy ending. <laughs> wow, that, was, that seemed racist considering all the... <laughs> Jasmine the, massages are uh, all Asian. That's yes. e, that's, that's the uh, the unnamed fifty-one-year-old right-handed. Maybe that's why they're calling him that because that's the only identification that's in there. Uh-huh. Uh, from Japan, admittedly enjoyed pleasuring himself several times a day, according to the new case study published in the Medical Journal of Stroke and Cerebrovascular Disease. However, uh, one explosive self-love session went awry when, after climaxing. The serial stroker. That should be the name of our band. And now apparently stroke victim. Stroke victim. Was struck down. Ah, see what they did there? Was struck down by thunderclap headaches and severe vomiting. Thunderclap. That's another good band name. (laughs) Have you thunderclapped today? Not like that, no. (laughs) Not five or six times. Good lord. Uh... And finally, we'll wrap this up, uh, the news segment here, with uh, we've kind of been following the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard uh, divorce thing, and a while back we covered how uh, Johnny Depp's lawyers wanted to know, basically she promised, because she's loaded, that she would uh, contribute to charity with a bunch of her divorce settlement. Well, they of course questioned whether or not that happened, and uh a judge has ordered the ACLU in particular to reveal whether or not Amber Heard did indeed donate the $7 million that she said that she would. So they are going to have to... Um, that says partially granted because they wanted everything. Every yeah. charity that she said she was going to give to, they wanted. Uh, I don't know why they singled out the ACLU, uh, but the ACLU is going to have to come up with some kind of response to say... Yes, yes, she did. Here's a receipt. Or we've never heard of Amber Who. Amber Who? Why do we have our money? <laughs> um, and of course, as his lawyer said, Mr. Depp is most gratified by the court's decision. Because, you know, small victories. Hey, man, he didn't want the money. He didn't want her to have it all. And I like the punitive part on his part. It's like, I'm not taking it. Make her pay to a charity. Because you know what? That probably stung her ass more than anything. Yeah, because he's willing to part with it. He just doesn't want to give it to her. Yeah. <laughs> She's got it from the divorce, but... <laughs> greedy and needy. I still can't, I can't believe that she's still an Aquaman too. 
thunder, thunder, thunderclaps. Oh! <laughs> Good job, Doug. Awesome. That was amazing. <laughs> Thunderclaps. Uh, oh, that's not going to get old. Well, that brings us to uh, some cool stuff. I think that's a good segue to that. It is the coolest. So I found this awesome. Um, this dude is a martial arts instructor, and he gives his his big martial arts secret, which is don't get in a fight. And anyone. drinking, and all of a sudden he got in an argument with some guy. They go outside. The guy throws a punch. He ducks. He hits the guy. The guy falls down, hits his head on a planter, and dies. This guy, who was just sitting at a bar having a drink, spent six years in prison okay felony manslaughter so the point of all that shit is you avoid the fight so you have to learn uh, there's a few things that people are going to say for example you're going to say to me what what the hell are you what the heck are you looking at okay go ahead what the hell are you looking at angry angry what the hell are you looking at? that shirt man are you that where'd you get that shirt yeah that's a really cool shirt i like that, I love that. and it, it stops the whole thing okay how about what's your problem What's your problem? Uh, my dad died last night, and I just came in here. And my wife left me. I just came in here to. Okay. Uh, are you looking at my girl? Are you looking at my girl? Is her name Madeline? Because she sure looks like Madeline. I used to grow up. Is her name Madeline? Is she your girlfriend? God, you're lucky. Let me buy you a drink. That is the one that you have to learn almost as much as learning how to defend yourself. Is avoid all that bullshit because you don't want to spend six years in prison just because you hit a dude and he falls down and hits his head on a planter. All right? Sir. Verbal jujitsu. Learn it. And, and just teach your students this stuff. Work I with them. Also like this so this that they spend a little bit of time learning how to get out of those dumb shit fights that you don't want to get into. All right? Okay. That's great. That was yep. cool stuff. And drink. Um. And of course, you know what else is cool? EXO Autoworks. As always, I'm not sure Mantles is brought to you by our friends at EXO Autoworks. <clears throat> Colorado Springs home of the $30 synthetic blend oil change. EXO knows that finding the problem is the first step to getting your car right, which is why they offer diagnostics at no charge in most cases. They do fleet services, fluid services, repair services, and so much more. They work on all makes and models, and they offer a 24,000-mile, two-year nationwide warranty. So call EXO tomorrow at 719-375-3232 or go online to exoautoworks.com to book your appointment right away. And of course, as we're talking about EXO, that brings us to our tools of the week. And we have two of them. And unfortunately, they are both the person variety, <laughs> not the cool gadget variety. So we'll start with, uh, this guy's been a tool of the week before. This is 
the Biden nominee to be uh, director of the ATF. Uh, and this you'll see, not only does he have a problem with the Second Amendment, he doesn't like the First Amendment too much. So check this out. Website HM. Are we doing enough to monitoring what is on these hate-filled websites, particularly given that they're feeding off one another? The frustration is, is in the United States, um, uh, the freedom of speech and to say things is largely uh, cannot be regulated. But yes, we have to do more to monitor hate speech on the Internet. But we also have to do more um, to curb that same speech being presented by our president and other elected public officials. Um, the FBI, uh, other federal agencies have a tough job responding to these threats when they don't currently have the authority to remove weaponry just because people are saying hateful things. So I'm gonna pause okay. Right there. Uh, this dude thinks that because you talk shit on the internet in the wrong way, you shouldn't own a gun. They should be able to come get your guns. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yep. Every every person on um, uh, Call of Duty right now just rolled over, like freaked out. Dude, there's so much shit talking, Betty yeah. Crockett on that thing. Yes. <laughs> you will never hear the N word used more <laughs> than getting on a Call of Duty server. <clears throat> but yeah, that's uh, yep. And uh. I don't know. I don't know how much of this is left. We'll play a little bit more. Uh, Debbie Chipman, thank you very much uh, for your thoughts. Of course, U.S. public opinion. On and also, who cares what the British think? This is from BBC. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, I figure if you're if you're the wait, so you're the guy being vetted to run the ATF, and then you're conspiring with, now, with I, the Redcoats. I, th I think this that's treason, bro. I'm not trying to defend him or anything, but I think this interview was done back when he worked for the Giffords which, of course, is that congresswoman who was shot, and then uh -huh. her and her husband are relentlessly campaigning to get every gun they can from everyone they can. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so he was part of that lobbying group or whatever they are. We watched We watched him try to describe an assault weapon a while that was back. Horrible. That was he amazing. Was, he has no idea. It was amazing. Also, I mean, should be an immediate disqualification. He was one of the dudes that took pictures of himself in front of the burnt ashes at Waco. Like... Look what I did, yeah. and and felt like he did something good. <laughs> people people tend to forget forget history. So, yeah, so yeah. There's that. Uh, now I will say some upside is his confirmation seems to be stalling out. So I don't know what's going to happen if Biden's going to have to nominate someone else. Um, he's not doing well with the confirmation process. Yeah, but luckily. Hopefully, now, now the downside to that is they could nominate someone worse, and because he, that side has the majority in both houses of Congress, mm -hmm. although I think it's only the Senate that votes on confirmations, he, he'll slide right through. Well, Slow Joe's not big on free speech either. No, he's not. Um, now, this lady. This thing. Have you seen this? Yeah, this gentleman is not as eloquent as he could be, but he really he really belabors his point. Yeah. So check this out. I don't appreciate that. And don't think this is going away. I'm going further with this. Okay. 
can go down and talk no, to No, I'm not done talking to you. Dad, it says dad, but later on he keeps saying his grandson, so I assume he's actually grandpa. Um, found out that his son or grandson had been put into a dress by the teacher. I don't know what the circumstances are that led to that. Like if it was some kind of punishment for something or what. Like that's pretty brutal. But oh. No idea. No um, idea. At first I thought it might have been like some kind of weird with all the gender nonsense that they're doing with uh-huh. kids. But then I saw the cross in the background, so I assume that that is not what's happening at a Christian school. Right. I would assume. So anyways, we'll we'll move forward here. I'm letting you know the next time that you put any kid in a dress, we're going to make you go viral. Okay. You need to go talk to my director. Because it... I, as a teacher... No, I mean, you know I got an issue with you about that. I'm not playing with you. I'm sorry that you feel that way. Yeah, right I'm now. sorry that you feel that way. But that you should have called me before way. you made the decision. All they're doing is giving you the middle finger. Mm-hmm. That's all they're doing. Yep. Right here. Decision to put my grandson in a dress. Okay, you can speak to the No, I'm speaking to you. And she keeps trying to deflect... To me that Here's what pisses me off. She keeps trying to deflect to whoever, the principal or whatever. Yeah. And, uh... And then she has a problem with his tone. Uh huh. Like, I'm sorry. If I had a son in this situation, she'd be real lucky that I didn't just walk in and slap her. (laughs) Like, I would totally go to jail over something like that. I wouldn't be up here if you wouldn't put my grandson in no dress. Well, do what you gotta do. No, I'm taking it up with you. Please lower your voice. You're in a classroom. I'm taking over too. Wait, well, you shouldn't have put my grandson in no dress. He's two. He's two. Also, it's I ain't over with. All right. Defense. He's two. That doesn't. That's not a defense. That's not a defense. Yeah, she just feels entitled and right. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess with your kid however I feel like because the kids in my classroom. Now, I will say the only possible scenario. That I could come up with where that is a acceptable thing to do is like the kid shit his pants. I mean, yeah, a, a nasty mess. But she could have deflected that whole no, argument. No. And you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And there's the only extra clothes we have is this dress for dress up. She could have you just said I mean? that right out the gate, and that would have diffused the whole thing. You know, hey, you know he. Well, I mean, we also don't know what conversation happened before the video started either. True. I was thinking maybe a Christian school and, you know, she she put him in a shepherd outfit. It kind of looked like a dress, some sandals and a little smock. You're Moses. You're Moses. Go part that sea. Yeah. Well, uh, those are our tools of the week this week (laughs) with two of them. Uh, What do we have next? Oh. Something that looks mildly it's, fun. No, you'll, you'll see. This is what's pissing us off this week. <laughs> oh, goody. So what's got us pissed off? Well... We're going to watch as much of this episode of the Muppet Babies as we can stomach. Oh, no. Did they ruin the Muppet Babies? Oh, yes, they have. Check this out. Hey, Gonzo. You okay? Not exactly. I really wish I could wear one of those princess dresses to the ball. Well, 
I hate to see a good pal feeling bad. So tell you what, I am gonna grant your wish. Because I am your very right father! We've been Leverworth! I didn't know you were a fairy rat father. Well, you never asked. Anyway, I'm gonna make sure you have the perfect dress to wear to the ball. Right, but talk, um, the girl said I'm not supposed <laughs> okay, to wear a dress. Yeah, I don't want everyone to be upset with me. Say, uh, well, if it makes you feel better, father, I can make your outfit okay, so buddy. amazing, they won't even know it's you. You mean it? All right, then. Let's do it. You got it. Bippity buffity booba! such a splendorific dress and get a load of my glass sneakers thank you fairy rat father this makes me so happy but i'm not done yet to get to the ball you're gonna need some wheels an egg oh what you need that for bippity boppity whoa a hard-boiled convertible now remember, you gotta skedaddle from the ball before cake o'clock. That's when the magic wears off and your fancy clothes yeah, will go back to normal. So get going already! <laughs> Thank you, very Rat right Mother! Royal Ball, here I come! <laughs> Behold, Princess Summer! Hey, Pinky! Hey, Summer! We knights are ready for the royal ball! Yeah! High five! You have to give a princess a high five! The royal handbook says there's only one way to greet a princess. Vu must bow, and then we will curtsy. I guess okay. it's in the handbook. Zarella! Hello, Zarella! Her name a mysterious new princess! I'm Princess Summer. What's your name? Uh, you can call me... Gonzarella! Gonzarella! Well, we're happy to have you, Gonzarella! And your dress is simply fabulous! Let's all greet each other with a princess curtsy! Uh, sure! Oh, it's like a pit yeah. I've never seen a curtsy quite like that before. It was very different. Oh, well, that's how we curtsy in my kingdom of, uh, Cluckatonia. Where? Cluckatonia, land of a thousand chickens. <laughs> that didn't show the part I really wanted. There's a part, apparently, later in the episode where they're like, we don't know who this mystery princess that showed up at our princess party was and gonzo puts on the missing slipper and turns back into gonzarella and reveals that he's gonzarella and without quite coming out and saying it he's like i'm trans <laughs> but i thought you guys would be upset if i dressed like a lady and they're like no it's fine stop sexualizing children yeah there you go that's, stop that's the ticket. sexualizing children it's not. This is not <laughs> topics they need to. Nope. They sure don't. Remember when we just believed in imaginary critters like Tooth Fairy and mm -hmm. Santa Claus, and the President of the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The Constitution. The Constitution. Other, other imaginary things. Just imaginary things that we believe in. 
until we got older. Yep, I sure do. Well, mm. that was disheartening. Yes, it was. I remember Muppet Babies being a lot cooler than that when I was a kid. I do as well. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's get into some sports. <laughs> huh. Now, this and the winners are... this I end with something happy, okay? So sports is going to s- start, as you heard from Eric's reaction. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, we're doing this. We're doing this. But uh, it's going to go in a happy direction at the end, trust me. So... So, of course, last week we talked about how Laurel Hubbard was going to be making her debut, Olympic debut, uh, this week. Uh, So let's see how she did. Would become the oldest medalist in weightlifting. Oh, by the way, if among the top three that I'm skipping over, I did not know this. As a male man in men's weightlifting, she retired in. Uh, at the age of 23, took 15 years off, then went, I'm a woman, and came back in women's weightlifting. This, all right. So, and for an Olympic level athlete, I would say she's rather up there. She's like 41. Uh huh. But when you're a dude competing against women, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, sure let's, go, that, let's yeah. go on. First lift in the snatch for Laurel Hubbard. Hundred twenty kilograms, two hundred sixty-four pounds. Losing it behind, missing her opener at one twenty, but still two more lifts remaining in the snatch for Laurel Hubbard of New Zealand. And let's see this again. Just a little timid, I think. Oh, yeah, that was the problem. Strong off the floor. I think she just gets her shoulders behind the bar. And again, opening attempt jitters, right? That that back warm-up room is a lot different than the stage. She'll collect herself and get back to it. Laurel Hubbard for her second lift in the snatch. Misfired on an opener at 120. And now adding 5 kilograms to 125, an 11-pound jump. For the native of New Zealand. Sorry. And I can appreciate the smile on her face. She knows it's a technical mistake. She just needs to settle down and do a snatch the way she knows how to do a snatch. They keep saying snatch. It's pretty That's funny. Awesome. Perhaps That's nerves. Pretty, I know. <clears throat> for her opening lift. There's some true professionals. The true professionals at this are the Second attempt in the snatch. The ones who don't laugh hysterically every time they say one. snatch. 125 kilograms, <laughs> 275 pounds for Hubbard. Fail. Caught it, fighting it, extending Laurel Hubbard. We await the judges. One white light, no lift, two reds, and now needs this third and final lift to avoid bombing Wait, out of the competition. This yeah, I want to look at this again. I mean, a little shaky <laughs> overhead. Manages to hold it. And I, I think that that decision is going to stick. Again, the judges are at 10 o'clock. Right there. 12 o'clock and 2 o'clock and just a little extra movement there that they did not like. 
But again, she's strong enough to do this weight. Yeah, yeah, of course she is. Laurel Hubbard from New Zealand, the first openly transgender yeah, female athlete to compete at the Olympics history. and needs yeah. to execute <clears throat> this snatch lift to stay in the competition. She has to be very, very aggressive. She's strong enough to do this. Must make this lift to stay in the competition. 125 kilograms, 275 pounds for Hubbard. Hang on, hang on. Losing so, it behind. Three, uh, that's a shame. You do not. Right, now I'm going to tell you my theory about what, what, what happened. <clears throat> I think. This is just my opinion. I don't see any evidence of this necessarily other than watching this video. I think she bombed out on purpose. I think she was told by somebody, if you come in here and wreck all these women, you give all the evidence that everyone who's talking about removing transgender athletes from women's sports, all the ammunition they need. So... Let's let's not do so well today. Yeah. Or she came up with that on her own. Maybe it's not like a conspiracy. She just knows if she wrecks all these ladies, <laughs> like right. she knows she can. <clears throat> yeah. I wondered about that. Um. Now maybe a forty-one-year-old man can't keep up with <laughs> the younger women in weightlifting. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I know I couldn't. <laughs> no, I definitely couldn't. Those chicks are badass. So yeah. Um, and our and our sports tonight is all Olympics. So you might be right. We'll warn you. Um, well, there's not much else going on. That's true. Uh, this made me smile for all the wrong reasons. Gwen Berry. We talked about her a couple weeks ago. She was the hammer thrower that turned her back when the anthem played at the team qualifications. Well, well zoom it. This sentence is a little deceiving. She she did fail the medal. Uh, she came in eleventh out of twelve. <laughs> Not dead last. After all that. After all that hubbub. Focusing on not just doing a good job at her sport and and B, the other thing you're there to do, representing your country. Being that was the other thing. I guess when she was announced to come out, she held up her fist in like a black power thing. Right. Because they're uh, – they have very strict rules on what kind of protesting and whatnot is allowed. Uh, of course, we talked about the soccer team was allowed to take knees. I guess both teams had to agree to do that, though. Like, you couldn't have one during their anthem take knees and then the other one, you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, but yeah. So, go fuck yourself. That's what happens when you... Uh, you don't focus on the job you're yeah, there to do. you don't focus on what you're there to do. Um, you went there the, to the make other, it. The other thing that, like, uh, that boggles my mind with these athletes... Uh, we all know Simone Biles, the gymnast, uh, dipped out of at least a portion of the competition and then came back. Um, it's now inspirational to quit. Like, she's being looked at as an inspiring figure. 
Was that the woman the that had the mental? Uh, yeah, that's what she said. It was for her mental health. Yeah, she has. Which uh, I get it. You know. Yeah. Mental health issues are real. I'm not saying that. Well, she had the the her gyroscope screwed up. It's like after her brain got jostled around so much that when you're flipping and spinning in the air, your brain doesn't react to your body as fast as it could. I don't think that's what was happening. That's what I read or got maybe, on NPR. Maybe. Um, but what bugs me is how she's being touted as this inspirational figure for dipping out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, no, shouldn't you just not give up and do the best that you fucking can? Especially once you reach that level. Only quitters quit. Uh, you know, I think it's a weird, like, that's not an inspirational message. It shouldn't yeah. be. So people that are like, oh, I'm so inspired by someone that fucking quit. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> There's a reason you shouldn't quit, you know. You should get fired because then they have to pay you. That's also true. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, yeah, everybody be quitters. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but we'll end on this uh, this awesome thing. That also happened at the Olympics. This is, um, let me find her name. I know she's a wrestler, which I didn't even know they had women's wrestling, which is how much I pay attention to the Olympics. You're missing out. Um, well, yeah. Tamara Menza Stock. Uh, this is her post. She just won the gold in, in wrestling. Her, her interview at Tamara, Hi, congratulations. Thank you. How are you feeling? I'm feeling very happy, and I keep trying not to cry, but it keeps happening. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to go into a dark room and just cry. Uh, I'm going to cry from joy. I was going to say tears of joy. Let me ask you this. You started wrestling in the 10th grade. You are now an Olympic gold medalist. Describe the ride. Uh, why? Because I knew I could do it when I first started wrestling. I felt that I could be an uh, Olympic Katie, champ. Texas. So I kept going. Birthplace of grunge. I did it. Damn right you did. <laughs> Tamara, I know you He's lost not. your father in high Even school. the guys from Seattle will say. How do you think he would be responding right now? Also, seeing you on top of the podium here, coming down. <laughs> <out of production. laughs> he would have been the loudest one here. He would be so proud. He would be so happy. <laughs> He's from Ghana too. He. Don't say this out loud, but like he Don't he like in, he was like enemies in Nigeria, so <laughs> it's kind of like poetic that I had to wrestle Nigeria in the finals. He's from Ghana, so that was kind of cool. It's a little bit of a for women wrestling has only been an Olympic sport for all, not even two decades. <laughs> you are the second American yeah! woman to win gold. What does this mean? for the popularity of the sport and for all the young girls out there that are going to see you and feel inspiration. It means that they see someone like themselves on that podium, someone like Helen on that podium, showing them just because you're a female, it doesn't mean you can't accomplish the biggest of goals. And being an Olympic champ is one of the hardest things I have ever done in my entire life and I can say it's well worth it and I can't wait to be at home with my husband and my dogs <laughs> celebrating with them. Tamara, can you tell me, man, I know your family always comes out there for Olympic trials for all of your matches. Yes. To not have your husband and your family members. My husband woke up. What are you going to do? Um, probably Carrie Underwood, champion, with Ludacris in it, Maya Nelson. List imaginations. <laughs> Did you think you would ever win an Olympic gold medal? Yes. 100% yes. 
I knew I could do it. I knew it would be hard. I prayed that I could do it. In my wildest of dreams, I knew. It is not just that you won. You were dominant. I mean, you won these matches convincingly. <laughs> Did you surprise yourself at all? I, of course I surprised myself. It's by the grace of God I'm able to even move my feet. Like, I just leave it in his hands, and I pray that all the practice, that the hell that my freaking coaches put me through pays off. And every single time it does, and I get better and better. And it's so weird that there is no cap to the limit that I can do. And I'm, I'm excited to see what what I have next. Last question for you. That American Dude, flag around your shoulders looks pretty good. How does that feel to represent your country like this? It feels amazing. I love representing the U.S. I freaking love She actually appreciates where she's at and yeah. you know what I mean? She's American pie. Yeah. She really is. She's and just... I, I really want to point this out. It's not about race because they're both black girls. Right. Completely different attitudes. One is woe is me because I'm black. This girl is like I, I had ass. all the opportunities because yeah. I come from America, where you know the land of opportunity and Jesus. My you know, well, it, yeah. Think my, however you think about that. But you my know coach what I mean? put me through hell, yeah. and I didn't quit. Living ah. there, I love it, uh -huh. and I'm so happy I get to represent USA. <laughs> love well, it. <laughs> well said. Congratulations. Enjoy that gold, and we'll see you out there like, on the podium. I feel like okay? we, were, we were just very well represented there. Yeah. Like, like superly well represented. Because she's not just an amazing athlete; she's like an ambassador, which yeah. is what they're supposed to be. Yeah. And you know, she's she's a sweetheart, and she can kick yeah. ass, and yeah, that's badass. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. I think that brings us to the week in history, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, that yeah, sure does. So we'll get into that and uh, finish off the show here. So that footage, um, that's where Indiana Jones survived the nuclear blast exactly while well, in a lead-lined refrigerator. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> He was fine. He was fine. Yeah. He didn't. His, his, he didn't have radiation he didn't poison. Have cancer. <laughs> didn't turn into. Ask those dudes from Chernobyl what happened when they just yeah. walked, walked by. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This week in his story, uh, August fifteenth, eighteen fifteen, a peace treaty with Look, Tripoli. Looks peaceful. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have good. They didn't have good pictures of the treaty actually being signed uh, with Tripoli. Uh, which followed treaties with uh, Algiers and Tunis, brings an end to the Barbary Wars, which was kind of actually the second Barbary Wars, uh, which were kind of our first brushes with uh, what you could call Islamic terrorism over there and off the coast of Africa, around the Middle East. I mean, sort of, that would be the left east. Yep. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, let's see, August 6th. 1979. 12-year-old Marcus Hooper becomes the youngest person to swim the English Channel. Oh, shit. Yep. Um, August 7th, 1888. Uh, Theophilus 
Van Cannell of Philadelphia received a patent for the revolving door. Awesome. Could you imagine being the guy that just comes up with that idea? You know what? What if it just keeps spinning just, and we don't have to open it? We don't have to open it. And it, it <laughs> has a little gasket kind of thing yep. on there. It doesn't let the draft in. Like, legit doesn't let a draft in. Yeah. Like, let's do that. Um, Who's this guy? Canel? Canel, yeah. Theod. Where's that? I lost his name. T-Man. Theo, Theophilus? Theophilus? Theophilus. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, let's see. August eighth, nineteen seventy four, President yep. Richard Nixon resigned from the presidency as the result of the Watergate scandal. Uh, did you see, did you hear all the tapes, Scott? They're in the Nixon Museum really? in California. Oh. It's like three thousand hours of tapes got re released in there, or you can listen to them. <laughs> oh, they're in there, and you so, can listen to it. Like, kind of to, oh, I'm sure you need shit. to be an academic of yeah. some sort, yeah. or press, or somebody. But they're they're there. I was I was listening to podcasts as I do, and this guy was uh, he's like I sifted through about two thousand hours worth of this stuff, and it's so bizarre the way that the the microphones were always on and in. It's weird, like his his own paranoia bit him in the ass. Yeah, I like got he it. He was the one that wanted everything recorded, and then it bit him in the ass. Became evidence and, against him. And the, all the people that were started recording like daily logs in their office out loud, yeah. So that yeah, they wouldn't get their ass in a sleep. Yep. Um, uh, Haru. Uh, let's see, August. 9th, 480 B.C., the Persian army defeats Leonidas and his Spartans at the Battle of Thermopylae in Persia. And, of course, this is a colorized photograph of that very yes. event. It's there. It's a Polaroid. Kodak Polaroid. We're big back then. Uh, let's see. August 10th, 1997. I vaguely remember this happening. Um the last British troops left Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. After 156 years of British rule, the island was returned to China, and I don't think they're too happy about it now. No. Not yet. Kind of went downhill. Yeah. Um, finally, August 11th, 1906, in France, Eugene Lausta, I'm probably butchering that, received the first patent for a talking film. You'll notice it's basically just a phonograph with a film camera. <laughs> I imagine the uh, the wax, you know, it doesn't even record to the film. It's just a wax cylinder that is to be played at the same time. <laughs> it was, uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, it was uh, not wax. Okay. It was I don't a, know. It was a cylinder. All right. Scribed like uh, aluminum or copper oh, okay. cylinder. Right. Um, I am purchasing very soon, very shortly... So you remember the old uh, eight millimeter films and all the the little videos? Mm-hmm. So they make one that'll transfer to digital. Oh, cool! So you can get your rolls of film. My grandma gave me this huge box of that shit, yeah. like recently, and they're on Amazon for like cool. three hundred bucks. Digitize that shit up. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, one of these days. That's awesome. Free moment. Yeah. But uh, I think that more was... Like, more like several free hours yeah. or days, depending on how much... Because if I can just let it play and let it yeah, capture, I, mean, I can go to bed and like just let it... And then you'll hear... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, those old, all those old movies have, they have some sound to them. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little bit of, you can clean it up digitally. I don't really want to clean it up too much per se, just to keep that raw sort right. of, you know, but I want to do it before all the, the cellulose degrades. Yeah. That would be it. It's like a huge box of that shit in the studio right now. <laughs> well, that has been This Week in History, uh, which brings us to the end of our show as well. So we need to say thank you, you fun folks, for hanging out with us. Both of you. Yeah, both of you. We really appreciate you too. We do. Uh, we'd like to thank our sponsors. Number one, first and foremost, EXO Auto Works, Enterprise Studios, and Madrid Made Finance. Awesome to see the construction uh, thanks for watching and or listening on however you enjoy podcasts on the web at mantoolsmedia.com our social links are on the that little link tree slash mantoolsmedia uh, you can just find us there now instead yep. of having to I got tired of typing out all the links yeah <laughs> well, that link tree so thing I typed it out once now I go here there there yep so you, everybody knows what a link tree is. Yep. You can just do that. Uh, please check us out for our subscriptions. They start around 5 bucks a month on our Patreon and Locals. And uh, I know, because I saw it on the face pages today, that you were over at uh, Mountain Country on 107.3 FM. Sure was. Uh, who'd you talk to, Steve? Guy. Did you talk to Guy? Guy. Guy's cool. Who, uh, I guess, used to do sports on one of the local channels. I don't we don't watch sports. Doing on air, but yeah, <laughs> I was never into those kind of sports. He, he said he was going to watch tonight, so he may be like, "What do you mean football sucks?" Uh, <laughs> football but, sucks. I uh, was a, no, it was nice. Um, I'm going to be their vet of the week next week, so that will go up on their Facebook page not tomorrow, but next Friday. And I forget if he said it airs on the radio as well. I'm not sure, but it for sure goes up on their Facebook. Page. I think it does the morning thing. Could be. Yeah. yeah. And they'll air clips throughout the week. So I don't know. I listen to it until I hit Castle Rock, and then I can't get it anymore. So then the Denver stations jump in. It's a it's a cool spot they got there. Um, it really is. I was like, how much are these microphones? What's that board wrench? <laughs> I know I did that too when I was there too. It's like a lot more than we can afford. Okay, all right, yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, he's got. We have to reach over here and like turn knobs. We're, yeah, we're analog. No, he has he has a uh, a very lovely lady that does. Uh, she's the PD and does video for these things, and then he runs the board slash talks uh, for the interview. So uh, yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. Sweet. I really appreciated them having me. So, um, and like I said, next Friday that'll hit their Facebook page. I'll go ahead and throw a link out when that happens as well, so mm -hmm. everybody can check that out. Um, it. it but it was a it was a, unlike this show, very fast and to the point. Like they only want fifteen minutes, so they were yeah. like, "We're going to talk to you for like a half hour max, and then you'll be out of here." And I'm like, "All right." Yeah. <laughs> and they had like kind of four questions, and it was like, "All right, thanks." Thanks. See ya. Bye. Yep. <clears throat> yep. That's how it works in terrestrial radio. Yep. Well, it's not how it works here. We can just no, ramble we on. Ramble forever. And then ramble. We don't on, have a time slot. And then ramble on. I could I could stream a show. Tomorrow, if I felt like it. I mean, you, I mean, if the computer I turns on, <laughs> I could I could stream a show on our regular time slot <laughs> if you're not, not here. Either, it's not either late except at night I or can't. Early in the morning, I'd be hot. I would boil to death up here, but you know. <laughs> I'm just worried about the winter. It's going to be freezing balls. 
I would prefer that. I would too. I'd rather yeah. shiver than fry. You can always wear a jacket. We'll be in here and be like, oh. <laughs> that'll be great. Can't wait. Thanks, EXO. Uh, thank you for watching and listening to these the here podcast. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Thunderclaps, ho! <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.